0: Alright, hello everyone and welcome to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast, episode number 27. My name is Haley, I'm going to be your host today and every single day that you are tuning in. Guys, I am so excited for today. I have a Halloween special for you all. So, I thought it would be really fun to sit down and talk about some of my ghost stories, my paranormal, paranormal encounters, and spooky stuff like that. Uh, kind of weird sleep things that happen as well, so sleep paralysis, night terrors, Um, crazy stuff that has happened in my sleep Um, because I do feel like in our sleep we're very connected to the spiritual realm so i thought it would be cool to kind of just uh talk about some more of those like spooky kind of mystical things today um before i get into it i just want to remind you guys if you're watching this on youtube please hit that subscribe button the like button and as well that really helps me out lets me know that you're enjoying the show and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, remember at the end of this that you can leave me a rating or a review that means the world to me as well it also lets apple Podcasts know that you're enjoying the show so yeah i guess we'll go ahead and dive right in guys i've got my ginger tea today It's actually really kind of dreary and rainy today, and it's also getting chilly here now too, so I've got a nice cozy sweater on. I've got my tea ready. Huge fan of ginger tea, guys, Um, the Yogi brand in particular. Uh, 10 out of 10 would totally recommend. I'm a huge tea drinker. I drink it literally all the time. Always have tea before I go to bed. Um, I'm literally like a grandma in that way, but I love my tea. What can I say? Um, So yeah, ginger tea has been my favorite of the moment. It was apple cinnamon for a little while. But yes, ginger tea has replaced as the top number one choice. So I got my tea, got my sweater. Go ahead, grab a snack, get your cup of tea, whatever it is you want. Bundle up, guys, because we got some stories coming your way. All right. So I wanted to use today as a chance to kind of talk about some of my paranormal experiences that I have had in my life. And there's been two occasions that have really stood out to me of paranormal encounters that really could not be explained. So both of them happened to me while I was in college, uh, coincidentally, interestingly enough. So I'm going to go ahead and, and share them with you all today. Um, yeah, again, I don't really know what these are, but I'll let you kind of be the judge of that. So first one happened to me uh, when I was, I believe, a freshman in college, and I went to school in New Hampshire. So our campus was very old. Um, it had been A monastery for a while. It still is a monastery to this day. Um, There is a monastery on campus, and a lot of the buildings were quite old. So, you know, it's been there, I think, since around the late 1800s or something like that. And I remember one night I was with one of my friends, and we wanted to go to the music building across campus. It was one of the arts buildings, and we wanted to go there to record. I was recording a song. Um, and for those of you that don't know, I, I'm a big fan of singing. I actually was on American Idol. That's a whole other story uh, for another day, but I digress. So we went to this building. It was a Friday night. Um, it was a very rainy Friday night. There really wasn't much going on. So I said, you know what, let's just go to this building. Let's, you know, have some fun, record the, the song that I'm working on and maybe give me your feedback, whatever. So uh, we go to the building and we actually had to have security let us in because it was a Friday night. It was like eight o'clock or something. So they let us in. We go into the room. And if you know anything about like theater practice rooms, whatever, it was like this entire black room. So like all of the walls were black, which was kind of just like spooky in itself. I didn't really think of anything of it at the time. Um, So we're in there. You know, I'm singing my song. I'm laying down the track like it's going well. We're laughing, whatever. And uh, she says, oh, okay, Like this sounds great. Like I think we got it. Um, I'm going to go to the bathroom for a second. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, So she goes down the hall to the bathroom. And at that point, we had opened the door back up to the room that we were in. And all of a sudden, I heard men talking. And I was like, that's really weird. uh, Because I don't remember there being a class uh, going on at this time. And I heard the men talking to each other. And it was a pretty big building. You know, we were at the kind of end of like the hallway, so to speak. So I couldn't really see what was going on. But I was like, oh, oops. Like, I hope I'm not, you know, bothering these people. Um, So I decided to stop singing and I waited until she came back. And I told her, you know, um, Cassandra, if she's listening to this, she's going to get a kick out of it. Cassandra, um, we shouldn't really be singing right now. Like, I don't want to bother the people. Uh, that are having a class right now, because I heard the men talking to each other. And then she was like, Haley, uh, we were the only people in this building. We are the only people in this building. Remember that campus security let us in. And in that moment, my heart like jumped out of my chest. I was like, oh my God, holy shit, you're right. There was no one else in that building, not a single soul. All the lights were off. And we darted out of there so fast. And I know what I heard, guys. I know what I heard. It literally, like... I couldn't make out what the conversation was, but it sounded like grown men talking to each other. And it literally sounded like they were right there on the other side of the wall. Freaked me out so bad. Uh, Yeah, so that's the first paranormal story that I have for you. I never saw anything, but I heard it. And I don't know if she heard it, actually. I'd be curious. I'm not sure if she heard it, but I know what I heard. So that was really spooky. Uh, We darted out of there so fast. And any time that I had to go to that building afterwards... It always uh, gave me a spook and made me feel kind of uncomfortable. So I do know other kids that went to my college, by the way, uh, that had told me some paranormal stories of things that they had experienced on campus, like some real crazy stuff. Um, So, yeah, I think there could have been something there. I'm not really sure, but that was one of the main ones. The next one happened a couple years later. And it's funny that I think now that all of my paranormal experiences have had to do with sound, So I don't know if I'm somehow connected like Clairaudient or something. Um, I remember even as a kid growing up, I would sometimes hear stuff like in my childhood home growing up. Um, But it wasn't like, you know, anything crazy. But this one actually happened to me when I was in Italy. So for those of you that don't know, I actually I lived in Italy for about five months. Um, I studied abroad there and I lived with three roommates so we had an apartment and the building itself was very spooky. So we were the only ones that lived in the building. There was some other guy who had an office building across from us or like right outside of our door. I forget what his office was, but it was like a four floored uh, building or four story building. And we were the only people that actually lived there. And the apartment underneath us, uh, when you went down the stairs, had like caution tape up on the door and it was super dusty and there was a hole in the wall and you could peek in and like all the furniture was like, you know, disheveled, like exactly what a horror movie set would look like. And that always kind of like spooked me a little bit, uh, walking up the stairs to our apartment. So one night we were just hanging out, uh, doing our thing, and all of a sudden the power went out in just our apartment. Uh, which we thought was super weird. So nobody really wanted to check it out to figure out what was going on. So there was one other girl who went to check it out with me. So the way that the building worked was that we had to go down about three flights of stairs to get to the fuse box uh, to fix the power to see what would happen. So power went off. It was just our apartment. So the lights were on the stairs. So there really wasn't anything like too spooky about that. So we're like, okay, whatever, we'll fix it. Um, so we get to the fuse box and I can't even make this up. As soon as we get to the fuse box to figure out which switch will turn on our apartment, all of the lights go off before we had even touched anything like everything shut off. And then immediately after that, in the pitch black, we just heard this low grumble of like, Ugh, like, oh, my God, it freaked me out so bad. And I don't think I ever ran up flights of stairs as fast as I did in that moment. Um, if she's watching this too, I wonder, Caitlin, if you uh shout out Caitlin if you remember that. Um, oh my god, it was so scary and I don't know what it was. Um, I don't wanna know what it was, but it freaked me out something fierce. Um and like I said, we didn't even touch the fuse box. Like it was the second that we opened the door to it that all the lights shut off. Um thankfully we brought our phones with us so we could have our phone flashlights, but we sprinted back up the stairs and ooh, that was really spooky. Um, And then I had to stay alone in that apartment one time after that because I was really sick. Um, But, yeah, I mean, nothing happened when I stayed there alone, but it just, like, totally, totally freaked me out. So those are my two, like, main ghost stories of things that I've encountered that I believe to be paranormal. I really don't think there is a logical explanation for the men that I heard talking in that room in college when we were totally the only people in there because the building was locked And uh, also for the weird voice that I heard in Italy. Like, I really don't think uh, there's a logical explanation for that either. So, um, yeah, I've never seen a ghost. um, And I'm thankful for that because that would freak me out so bad. Oh, I don't even know what I would do if I like actually saw a ghost like in front of me. Um, That would be really scary. But yes, those are my two paranormal experiences. I'm trying to think if I ever had anything else paranormal happened to me. Um, I really don't think anything is coming to me at the moment. Those are the two real standouts that I personally experienced in my life. And in terms of UFOs and stuff like that, I've never seen one personally. Drop me a comment, guys, if you have had any paranormal experiences, encounters, uh, things like that. I'd be really curious to hear UFO sightings, too. I'm always so fascinated by UFO sightings. Um, I've never seen one. I know for a fact that my parents saw one once, um, years and years ago. I think it was like back in the eighties. And I remember them telling me as a kid, you know, the story of they looked up at the sky and it was this like blue turquoise, super bright blue light. And it was in one point of the sky. And then within a split second, it was all the way over at a different point in the sky, which again, not really sure there's a logical explanation for that. Uh, Hence, unidentified flying object, right? I mean, we don't know what that was. Um, But kind of going off of that, like, I totally believe in aliens. And I think it would be kind of small minded to not believe in aliens when the universe is so big. Like, there's they may not be like us, you know. They might not be uh, greys or whatever the media portrays them to be. They might be like mitochondria or amoeba or something. But there's definitely other life in this universe. I I almost am certain of that. It just doesn't seem possible to me that we could be the only living things. Um, let me know if you believe in aliens, too. I'm very curious. But yes, those are my two like paranormal experiences. So kind of segueing a little bit, um, I've had some weird things happen to me uh, with sleep and dreams and that kind of stuff. So I'd, I think I've shared this before in a different episode, but... All throughout growing up and knockwood, I haven't had it in a really long time. I used to get sleep paralysis all the time, and if you guys don't know what sleep paralysis is, it is terrifying. It's basically when your mind is awake and you can see everything um, around you, but you literally can't move your body. Like you can't even breathe in a little bit deeper if you wanted to. You can't even shout for help you can't you can barely like wiggle a finger wiggle wiggle a toe you're quite literally paralyzed and the reason that happens is because your body is trying to prevent you from acting out your dreams so it's kind of like a safety mechanism so it prevents you from like sleepwalking but it's terrifying when it happens and it may not really last that long of a time, but when it happens to you, it feels like it's going on forever. That feeling of not being able to ask for help, not being able to move or to breathe. Um, it often comes with this like immense feeling of pressure. Um, like you like you have like a weight on you or something. And if you look back into historically what people perceived sleep paralysis as, uh, I do believe there's something with like a sleep demon where there's like a sleep demon sitting on your chest or whatever. Um, But that's kind of the, you know, uh, ancient medieval understanding of what sleep paralysis is. But um, I've had it happen multiple, multiple times. And it's really scary because you literally can't move your body. It's like a living nightmare. Um, And I haven't had it happen in a really long time. It used to happen to me more so when I napped rather than sleeping at night, um, which is super interesting. I think it's probably just connected to like my sleep cycle and when I'm in REM stage, when I'm not, you know. But um, it's really scary. And there's been a couple times, I don't know why it is, but anytime it happens, it's like you feel like something's um, coming to get you, even though there's nothing there. I can't explain it. It's that feeling of being trapped, like in your own body. And you think something's going to come and sneak up on you. Um, but I've figured out for me now, my trick to get myself out of it is to just like wiggle my right toe or to like focus on really trying to wiggle my foot. And then I can usually shake myself out of it. But there's some times where you just, you can't fight it and it just, uh, kind of takes over. Um, I don't think there's anything dangerous about it. It's just really scary. (laughs) Um, so yeah, that knockwood, like I said, has not happened in quite a while, Um, but it's very terrifying. If you've ever had sleep paralysis, uh, you know how it feels, you know what it's like. Um, definitely not fun. And to kind of go off of sleep paralysis and stuff, um, I had one, I've had a couple of night terrors in my life. Um, and night terrors are really, really scary. I don't know if you guys are familiar with night terrors or if you've ever had one, but it's basically like a nightmare on steroids where you wake up and your body is in such a state of panic and fear. Like the two times that I've had night terrors, I've woken up drenched in sweat, my heart pounding out of my chest, like tears streaming down my face, pretty much no recollection of what happened in the dream. Um, And it's really, really scary. And I had one happen, I want to say like a year and a half ago. And I don't remember what the dream was. All I remember was the next thing I knew... I was standing up in my bedroom, drenched in sweat, like heart racing, gasping for air, like terrified, literally terrified to the core. Um, And I didn't know what it was. I just knew that there was like something really terrifying that had happened in the night terror. Um, And I don't know if you've had a night terror, if you remember what happened or you just like wake up in that state of fear of like, oh, my God, like. It's so scary. And then to try to calm yourself down and fall asleep back after that is like really hard. I don't think I even went back to sleep that night. I don't know what I did, but that's been really scary. And the reason I bring that up is because I feel like sleep phenomena in particular is so fascinating because in a lot of ways, we really don't understand it, right? Like we don't really know where our mind goes in our sleep, like what happens. And I think sometimes we can access other realms or tap into other parts of our consciousness to kind of access maybe like more of a spiritual side of things. And it's very mystifying because we don't really understand what it is. And um, I've had a couple of other experiences that have been kind of scary. There was one terrifying sort of sleep paralysis, night terror combo that I had um of like a shadow man and if you guys are familiar with like shadow men or shadow people it's so scary um and this was I think this was maybe like five years ago and I still remember it that um there was this man um like a male figure with a hat and a trench coat on that was like a silhouette and he was coming for me like coming coming to my house coming for me um, and I've heard other people have had this happen. I my own grandma has had a dream about a shadow man in, in the same description of like this male figure with a silhouette, with a hat, with a trench coat, whatever. Um, and it's just like this intuitive knowing that he's coming for you in some way. And I had this one nightmare, the one five years ago, that he came into the house and was like creeping up next to the bedside and I was in that state of sleep paralysis, so obviously I couldn't move, I couldn't scream or do whatever. Um, and I just shut my eyes and I tried to to wiggle myself out of it and it was terrifying. And eventually I woke up and there was nothing there, obviously, but um, oh my God, so scary. And I think that's what makes sleep paralysis even more terrifying is because if you look into it, there are some people that say that they see things a lot of the time when they have sleep paralysis, um, which I can't even imagine. The only time I th- I even like sort of saw something was that one time. And I didn't even really see it. I just like kind of felt a presence of something, um, which is different than, you know, really seeing an apparition. But it's again, it's like you're trapped, like you literally can't even do anything about the fact that you're seeing it. So um, that's been a real spooky thing that's happened to me. Um, I've always had very vivid dreams growing up too. even to this day, I always remember my dreams. Um, I know some people say like some people dream in black and white, but I don't really think that's true. Um, Do you dream in black and white? If you do, drop me a comment, let me know. But I remember my dreams most of the time very vividly. They're always in color. Um, And yeah, some spooky stuff can happen, guys, in your sleep. Um, But some cool stuff can happen, too. So kind of to go off of like the mystical side of things, um, lucid dreaming is another really fun thing that happens to me. Um, And it happens not even when I'm trying. It'll just happen Um, And I wish that I could figure out how to like ease myself into it and set the intention to make it happen because it's so much fun. So if you're not familiar, lucid dreaming is basically when you have full control of your dreams. It's like, boom, you can do whatever you want. You can fly. You can be invisible. You can travel the world. You can hang out with whoever you want to hang out. You can eat whatever you want, do whatever you want, be whoever you want. And it's the coolest freaking thing in the world. And it's happened to me multiple times. And I'm going to share with you guys a trick that I use to help me realize I'm in a lucid dream. And I've done this before and it's really hard to be aware of your dream state. But if you ever find where you're in that like twilight in between of falling asleep and kind of really going into a deep sleep, if you take a look around you, like if you're in your house, for example... Take a look at something that would normally have a lot of writing on it. So if you're in your kitchen, for example, like in your dream, take a look at a cereal box, pick up a cereal box, pick up the newspaper. And if you look at it, you'll notice that the words are not letters and or like they're not a phrase or a word or a sentence that would even make sense. It's usually discombobulated letters and numbers and symbols that don't even add up. And in my experience, at least when once I've realized that and I've seen that writing and I'm like, this isn't even like this is like gibberish. Like, what is this? And it's as soon as I have that realization that it's like, boom, you've entered the dream. And it's almost like you're being plopped into a video game and you have this awareness that you're in control of every single thing that you do. Um, So you can literally like the first thing I like to do is like fly. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go like. To the top of the ceiling. Let's start small. We'll do some loops around the house, and then I'll go fly around the neighborhood. Like you can literally do whatever you want. And it's so cool, and that's the one thing that's worked for me, is looking for those letters, and then seeing that they uh, are gibberish, and then you're like, "Well, all right, we're in a dream," and then you can just have fun with it. Um, it's really cool. Um, it's sometimes for some people can happen like with sleep paralysis, so just like be careful of that. Um for me I haven't really had it happen with sleep paralysis it kind of just is like a separate thing for me but um yeah it's super cool it's really 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 fun um if you try that trick out I want to know how it goes for you um because it really works for me and it's super cool and um it's a lot of fun so dreams can be scary right sleep can be scary uh but it can also be cool because again you have access to this whole other realm that's like so mystifying and so mysterious but also magical at the same time. And then you can kind of just use that to your advantage and really have fun with it. So yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed my paranormal stories that I had for you today. It's not much, Uh knockwood. I really haven't experienced anything too crazy, too creepy. Um, but I do believe that I am tapped in a little bit, at least in my dream state to something. Um, and also that I've heard things a couple times uh, like that it is definitely indicative that, you know, something can be going on. Uh, but yeah, if you're watching this, thank you so much for tuning in, go ahead, hit that subscribe button, the like button notification bell. So you don't miss out on any future videos, podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, if you leave me a review or rating, that would mean the absolute world to me. It lets me know. And it also lets Apple know that you're enjoying the show. Um, and so that I can keep producing this and keep doing this for you guys. Uh, I really, really appreciate your support. Thank you so much. Um, with that being said, happy Halloween, my friends. May you stay safe. May you stay well. Wishing you all the best and I will see you next time.